This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. Well, you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. All right, there you go. Thank you, Weapon of Pride. It is, uh, wow, it's already, this morning's flying by, which is good. And yes, I now know it is Wednesday. Got confused there for a second. Tuesday to Wednesday. Quit saying K-Ray is the voice of the sons, you son of a bitch. I'll bury you like a two-pound trout from your guts to your throat. Sorry, Al. Whoa, brother. I love Al McCoy. We do. We got a great situation with Al. Every time I'm in the bathroom at the at the arena and they got the in-house feed going, you hear McCoy. It's like, man, that's... Phoenix doesn't have Golden a lot. Icon. Phoenix doesn't have a lot of icon. They don't have a lot of, like, wow, that voice is Phoenix. Or that sound is Phoenix. He is. He's that. He's that Chick Hearn, that Vin Scully type for the city. And I know L.A. people. He's never even compared to Chick Hearn. Okay. I'm just saying cities have their own local legends. He's maybe the only one. There's not another one. In Arizona? Yeah, in Phoenix. I don't know that there's anyone else that's like, I know, Alice Cooper. But, like, really put him on the Mount Rushmore oh, I Phoenix thought you meant like local legends. Sports. Any of them. Play-by-play or anything like that? No. No. Charles Barkley, I guess we kind of adopted. But he's not Phoenix's. He just lives here. Talks about it a lot. Al is the man. He's pretty damn amazing. I'm proud of him. I want him up in the ranch before it's too late. If he's not out there playing grab ass with a shock jockey. <laughs> Kevin will get you there. Just wait. <laughs> just one time. Just one Al McCoy to grab my ass. Before he's gone and quits in the H and H ranch, I'd like a photograph of Al McCoy with his hand on my ass and Kevin Ray with his hand on my other cheek, and just that'd be framed and ready to go. Brand liability, boys. That's all I'm after. There's Al. He grabbed a handful, yeah. had a yeah. fresca in his hand, a fresca and a handful of sweet, sweet onion. <laughs> oh, brother, that's a nice ass. Thanks, Al. Uh, so Hugh Hefner blows dogs. Yeah, is that a thing? They're doing whatever they can to. I'm interested. I know. I know. I, and people have been telling me to watch the Secrets of Playboy documentary. It's on. Like you got to watch this. It's great. And I'm like, I feel like it's a bunch of people complaining about a dead man. I don't like complaining about a dead man. I like complaining about a living man who can then do a documentary to counter it. I don't right. need his family exactly. to do it. I don't like. I don't like people bitching about dead people. I don't. I also don't like forty year old accusations coming to light as if it's still bothering you. That's on you. Yeah. Go get a therapist and fix yourself. But if 40 years later you're still crying about what happened to you at the Playboy Mansion while you were taking your clothes off to try to get famous and it didn't pop, and the fact that I, I, I haven't heard of you and you never made it because you didn't have the talent to do so, you just had a set of cans and that wore off and now you're an ugly old lady and you're pissed, uh, don't, blame, don't blame the guy. Now, if in fact Hugh Hefner's blowing dogs, somebody should have said something when he was blowing dogs. <laughs> that would have been out there. You well, not necessarily. It was definitely a time where things happened and everybody kept it buttoned up. What happened at the mansion stayed at the mansion, except blowing dogs. And I, I don't doubt that it was debaucherous and a sexual, you know, the, it, it was hedonism. Things were going on there sure. that were pretty horrifying and scary. Whether or not they brought animals in, but he's jerking dogs off. He's got Linda Lovelace coming in to start a deep throat. She came in and blew a German Shepherd. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't come clean with this 40 years later with a face of, you know, consternation. You're all fired up about it. Stop it. This was like 
three or even earlier. I think she said something about the seventies. Linda Lovelace being there tells me that it was, was mid seventies because yeah. otherwise, yeah. why was she still relevant? She did Deep Throat. She wasn't. Marilyn Chambers oh. was behind the Green Door, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, the big original, the first, the first of the holy cow porns that made it to society. But Lovelace was Deep Throat. Wasn't she it? was Deep Throat. Yeah, yeah. Then her head come off. No, that was. Uh, I thought Lovelace's head came off. Was, uh, she in a car wreck in her head? Well, there was another out. one, Savannah. Her head. But Savannah's off. head came off. Okay. I think yeah. a couple of porn people. So many said. porn people. Find out if Lovelace's head came off. Okay. But evidently, and I'm, and, and if in fact it's true that she was blowing a German Shepherd uh, for the amusement of others, then good. I'm glad her head came off. I'm glad her. I'm glad her death was gnarly and grisly and disgusting. But what I don't like is that this playmate from 1970 something comes rolling out on this deal to take some more cash. I mean, this is worse than. This is worse than selling your cans for a couple bucks. And here's a picture of her back in the day, Brady. Very pretty blonde lady. And here she is today. Uh, elderly woman with lots of cats. Oh, God. Did not. That's not the same look, person. I, 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 yeah. Yeah, it is. Ugh. But she's making the claim now that she walked in on the Playboy founder engaging in sex acts with their dog. She was the uh, girlfriend du jour at the time. She was the one. And she's like, and he would make me go and... Uh, into multiple uh, sex acts with people at night. And I'm like, oh. And what I really have to like is that Connor Hafner, I think the son, and a couple other people are like, uh, there's the door. My dad wasn't holding anyone hostage. He had pick of the litter. You guys volunteered for this stuff. Now, the dog thing, if that comes out. But again, it's it's a you dead can't, man. Uh, it's hard to, um, you know, you're in a situation where you, you've maybe after the fact regretted what you did you weren't put into it? You just did some things. That but you, you didn't say anything until until someone moment. paid you. You didn't do anything until someone gave you a check and said, "Hey, you yeah. want to tell your stories and about Playboy? How in. much?" Yeah. Now, now it's just like we'll right. get him. How hard is it to beat up a dead guy? It's not easy. It's real simple, and that's why I kind of look at this as this is like we're in a, the day and age of bullying being wrong. But this dude drops dead, and then ten years later they decide to say, "All right, here's everything you never wanted to know about him." And I'm like, I kind of knew Hugh Hefner was a weirdo. I kind of yeah. knew Hugh Hefner was yeah. the dude that couldn't get chicks and then got he – was, he was in a robe smoking a pipe all the time and acting like he was the coolest dude in the world. And you could kind of see it in his eyes that he was the nerd in school that couldn't get girls and came up and with this plan. And stumbled on a thing. And stumbled on a thing and became yep. And this playboy. is why that generation does not want uh, the Epstein thing to come out. <laughs> Good God, the, no. no. Because if you're, if you're hearing this on the Playboy stuff. Right. Now, here's the thing about Epstein that's different about picking on a dead guy. As they were picking on him when he was alive, yeah. they had him in jail, yeah. and now we need to know what happened. I still stand by the idea that with the Epstein thing, don't pull that sweater yarn. We don't no, want no, that no, to no. unravel. I mean, we're talking about governments collapsing. Yeah. Yep. They just settled oh, with yeah. uh, Prince Andrew yep. and made that go away, and I'm like, well, that was convenient that the money has now made it so we're no longer going to target him, so the royals are kind of off the hook for now. Mm-hmm. Just the for one now. girl. Right, but that's all. The, that was the only yeah, one that they were really looking at. Yeah, have some teeth to it. He was the one that they had pictures. Of. Now it's yeah, just that was the first she, domino. Kind of, I, when they I, hide that domino, then yeah, nothing else matters. Yeah. Well, once that payment went, it's like she's the biggest problem for him. Mm-hmm. Covered. So I don't know what she made from so the royal family. But. Here's the details on uh, Lovelace's death. So her her real name is Borman. So on she had an accident in the seventies, uh, nineteen seventy car accident. She she got hepatitis from a a blood transfusion oh. because of that. That uh, uh, accident, accident in the 70s. And then her head fell off? Nope. Oh. April 3rd, 2002, she was involved in another automobile this accident. Girl shouldn't be this one was more serious. She suffered massive trauma and internal injuries. 20 days later, she was taken off life support in Denver. Head so fell she, off. Well. When did her head fall off? It didn't <laughs> Come fall on, off. dude. She wasn't the one. I'm sorry, em- man. Embellish. I'm sorry. Maybe the that better was story if the ladies did. Did Marilyn Chambers' head fall off? I think she lived for no, years. I think she's still alive, actually. I think she is, too, yeah. I thought um, I Linda Lovelace went on a, a, a kind of a crusade after the fact, after she got she out She did. Of it. An anti-porn crusade, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, did she? Linda yes. Lovelace did? Yeah. She blew yep. a dog and then told people not yep. to get into porn? Yep. Yep. Anyway, uh, the lady that's making all the claims against Hefner, her last name is Theodore, she was his, She it says, she dated Hefner from 76 to 81. That's a long time to date a guy who blows dogs and not say anything, and then wait forty three years to say, you know what, enough's enough. So there was a head issue with Marilyn Chambers when Did she it died in two thousand nine. Well, I've seen the movie. There's a few head issues. No, she uh, had a cerebral hemorrhage, uh, massive aneurysm oh. related to heart disease. Did it fall off? No, I'm into Sorry. only that. Sorry. 
Well, why did I watch porn star other than Savannah? Somebody like from the 70s porn star. Somebody head, had to. Somebody's head fell off. Yeah. I'm almost positive of it. OJ, don't bother with it. <laughs> I tell you whose head fell off. No, just, no, no. What happened? A blonde woman's head will sometimes we'll get just some coffee. tumble right off. You can't do anything about it. Everybody thinks it's, but it's spontaneous head removal. They do it themselves. I think like what Homer's saying is the Playboy ladies, they do this to themselves, much like Nicole uh, killed herself. A lot of people don't know that, but she's a real killer. Uh, yeah, so she was, uh, you know, there's other people saying, oh, it's bad. 72 to 82, the head of security of the Playboy Mansion said, uh, yeah, I watched Linda Lovelace blow a dog, and that was pretty normal. All the guys were laughing, and Linda got out of the limousine, and then uh, she was drunk and drugged when she arrived. All all of the sudden and out of nowhere, a German shepherd shows up and they got her yeah. so messed up, she made a, she performed oral. You want to talk about depravity? This is despicable. Yeah, what's more despicable is you watching that and then telling me about it during the Biden administration. Where were you during Carter's time? If I, Look, I don't care if it's Hugh Hefner or not. If I'm at somebody's house and a dog's getting blown, I'm also blowing something and it's a whistle. I'm like, that's enough. We can have crazy sex with consenting humans. But dogs are off the off the menu. Throw in uh, drugs and alcohol, right? It, still, weird I, stuff look, is happening. Brady, and that's that's why it's called. I've been to drug parties. Lottery. I've been to. I've been very drunk myself. Dogs are off the menu. That's a sobering yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. I don't care how drunk I am. Oh yeah. There's never going to be a clapping moment around a lady and a dog that I'm excited about. People are going to jail that day if I'm in the room. That's, that's, I know Brett's not here, but that's a snitch moment. Kids, animals, old these... people. You don't, you don't just push them around for, well, Nathan Sutherland's going to email me and also the comatose, but sick people and things like that. There's just certain things you got to tattle. You got to say, but you can't do it 45 years later. I kind of blame her. She should be in trouble for knowing it. Because, you know, I, I look at uh, some of these stories being similar to um, Ozzy Osbourne's biting the head of the bat. Right. Terrible. And, and it was a rubber bat, Maybe. right? Mm. But you look at how all these different stories. You you go with the well, one that comes out. So, what if a, a dog, you know, the house dog comes in and ha ha ha, they're drunk, they're out oh, of their ha, mind, ha, ha. and oh, ha, 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 ha ha ha, it it does the uh, humps Look. the leg, and Whoa. that's all it was. And if that turns into the dog, you take a telephone the, game. The okay, step. if the dog decides to hump the leg at the Playboy Club. Or I pillow. I don't think anybody's going to confuse that for a moment where everybody gathered around and started to cheer. But that's where a, that story gets exaggerated. Though. I don't think that. I, that's tough to exaggerate because basically somebody could come back and go, the dog humped someone's leg. Nobody blew a dog. But now you got other people. Look at I, our thing. I mean, the thing that happened with Ralphie's dog. The right. stories that well, come yeah. out of that. But we did I'm have. saying that's that wasn't, how things That wasn't happen. wrong. The story that came out no. with what we did with Ralphie's dog, which was to get the dog to clean its ass, it had to have peanut butter on its ass, and we had Eric lick its ass first to show him where the peanut butter was and start competition. The story was factual. Joe Arpaio said it's sexual because he didn't like us, and it came out in the he wash. He also heard other things that were going right. on. Right, but we had proof that that wasn't the case. No, now, if I die, and 30 years from now somebody says, oh, they used to lick dogs' asses on there, yeah. that's just an incredibly weak person not taking advantage of the situation when they saw it. If you say, look, it's hard to confuse oral sex with a dog with a, or, or, or a telephone game, you know, a dog acting like a dog and say, let's just tell oh, they were blowing that dog. That's not the case. I, I, I can't imagine that's true. I don't doubt that dog play happened at the mansion. Yeah. But, but to, to, look, it's all buried and gone. And, and now to, to act like it should be unearthed and fresh news and it's, you know, let's kill this dead guy again. That's where I get like upset. I'm like, all right, Bill Cosby's stuff was horrible, absolutely horrible. Uh, but you start going back forty and fifty years to like, oh, he also smelled my hair. And it's like, no, you can't. Some of you can't do it. Like, there's a couple of them that are legitimate, and a few of you guys need to shut up. This one is like that lady. I haven't heard of her at all. If you're if you're Hugh Hefner's girlfriend for five years, and you see this kind of stuff, and you stick around, like like the guy from and I know they said. feel what they said. If I would have said something even after I'm I wasn't dating him anymore. She's protecting My herself. Career She's going to be over because they're powerful. She had no people. powerful, powerful. She knew that the, her best option in Hollywood was to live in that mansion and be Hugh Hefner's girlfriend. This was all about her own ego and her own, uh, you know, sustaining her own income and doing things. So she tolerated everything Hugh did, cause, not because she loved Hugh, not because she was like doing all the right things. She was trying to make it. 
And she knew that the foot in the door was showing her cans and being Hugh Hefner's right hand because he's on TV a lot. She got, those were the modern-day clicks of the time. If you but what I'm saying is Hugh, after the fact, 10 years, five years after that, why wouldn't she she's say still, something about that? Because she's probably still trying, and she's probably still in the business and doesn't want to burn bridges. And now she's like, well, if you want to pay me, I'll tell the stories. Those tell-all books after people die, I, you know, posthumous tell-alls are the worst. The worst, because I think, like, why didn't you do this while they were alive? Well, I was afraid. Well, then I guess you shouldn't do it now, because what you're saying is I'm a coward, and I was waiting for him to die to tell the stories. It's not like, you know, it's not like that's a surprise. The dog thing's horrifying, and if it's true, I blame the people who watched it and protected their own careers and let it go on rather than do the right thing at the time. I, I you know, if Tripp's blowing it's a like dog. like the Burrow show in, you hear in, in Mexico. Mexico, right. And that's the thing. If that's if if it's something that's going on, we're you know it's Mexico. Yeah, and I'm not surprised. But it needs to be stopped. And I'm certainly not going to stand there and watch it. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm not. First off, I don't go to Mexico because that's tolerated. Stuff like that tends to be tolerated. I don't even like that they paint donkeys into so zebras. Take a picture. Like, that's not a zebra. You painted a donkey black and white. It's probably burning his skin. You jackass. Get and they it? have zonkies in real life. Right, but they don't have zonkies in Tijuana. They have paint. Right. But to say that it was, oh, the telephone game, it, it's not. Something terrible probably happened. But I don't like somebody that said, I was his girlfriend for five years, and in those five years this happened, and it was just disgusting. There's the door. Dude, you're the bad guy. There's the damn door. If, and that's what I love that the Playboy guy said that. He goes, look, I, I don't know where these accusations are coming from. She had every right to leave this trap she was in but she chose to stay because pictures with Hugh were good for her uh, she's going to get she's going to get back into the magazine a few times whenever they're in a pinch and they're like hey we got a little thing we're going to do for the Pac-10 girls we can put you in a, a, a USC yeah. shirt and have you you're back in the fold you stay in the fold you, you get your money rolling and you're Hugh's right hand I don't want to hear it 50 years later that you were trapped and you weren't locked to anything. He had 50 girls that would have been filled your position. The next one, yeah. Yep. And so you standing there was because of you. Hey, I don't Holbert, have any respect for that. Zip it. Quiet down, C blocker. Sign Rin Tin Tin. <laughs> <laughs> See, if Rin Tin Tin was in on it, and that's the other thing. Look, I, we can't. Smoking a cigarette. That's why it's bad. Now, some people would say, because Hugh's quote is hey, dogs have needs. That's exactly what she said. He said when she walked in on him jerking the dog off. Hey, dogs have needs too. And she's like, this is awful, but I can't leave because I got a shoot coming up tomorrow and this is really good for me. But you're right. Like that's the reason we can't have it. Like maybe dogs do like it, but they can't tell us. Right. So we don't know. So at that point, much like Nathan Sutherland, no matter how much it may have been enjoyed, you can't get consent from something don't that cross can't. That line. Oh, yeah, you just don't. You don't test it because don't tip, don't tip here's over. here's the opposition to that. Maybe he didn't enjoy it, right. and he also can't right. tell us that. Right. That's what consent is. Dogs can't give a thumbs up. They don't have opposable ones. Maybe that wasn't the need he needed at that time. <laughs> no, no. Now my dog Gordon has gone on this rampage of humping my dog Jack Ham's face. <laughs> I find it hilarious. But it's dog on dog crime. It is, and the other dog has the ability, much like this girl, to Just throw Gordon it. across the room, and he doesn't. Evidently, there's some joy in a 15 pound dog humping the face of a 60 pound dog because Jack doesn't move. I think it's hysterical. Now they don't go to finish. It's just a wrestling match that turns into humping. It's it's like a dynasty episode. It's like they were fighting, and now they're doing what? Are they, what's going on? This was an argument a minute ago. I find it funny, but I. Come on, Gordon, get off there. Oh, I got the dog hump Jack Ham's face for a minute. That's hilarious. I find it to be very funny. Those two can sort it out on their own. I break it up when I'm like, all right, that's enough. When, when the laughs cease. Gordon, come on. Because it is funny. But a friend that their, their dog went to town on a pillow. Sure. And they would let, I mean. Hilarious. Nobody's getting hurt in that. No. There's no harm in that. Now, if, in fact, I came to your house. And you, gave and you were humping your dog's yeah, yeah. face. I'm going to call the police immediately. Yeah. Immediately, there's no him and and hawing. Brady and I have been pals for a while. This will wreck the show. There's no immediately. Hold I'm on, John. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, you, no. Here's your check for twenty thousand dollars. You're erect and touching the dog. To use, I'm calling the police. To use Brady's reference, you're going to gazoo right out of there. <laughs> Shazam! <laughs> what are you doing? Isn't that first off a little toothy, and second you're erect <laughs> oh, and touching the dog? They've got canine teeth. Yes, I would review it. That's <laughs> dangerous. 
He's not biting down. I know. He trusts you. <laughs> oh, come on. But um, immediately, our friendship has ceased to exist. Your work relationship with me is over, and I'm going to do anything I can to put you behind bars. Immediately. Come on, it was just one time. Yeah, I don't care. You know how many times that is too many? One. It was that yeah. makes a fire chief years ago. Right. I'm sorry, I'm trying to have sex with your lamb. That's too many times. He was a disaster, and the worst part of the Mesa Fire Chief was the lamb was in missionary position. Yeah. I still don't know how in the yeah. world that became, first off, known by the public, and that was in it. Like, the dude walked in, he had the, the little lamb on its back. His pants were down, he was about to enter. But I have the lamb stop screaming, Clarice. Well, there was a man in a missionary position. Yeah. Tell me more. Did he perform fellatio on the lamb? It's weird. So, yeah, I tell on you immediately. If you, if you are erect and touch an animal at all with it, we're not friends anymore. Yeah. I'm not going to – I'm not going to – and it certainly is going to be a few years after your funeral. I'll be like, you know what Brady used to do? That ain't cool. I have to take that with me now as my information only because kicking a dead guy when you had all the information makes you the bad guy. She's yeah. the bad guy here going on A&E in a documentary. Although, yeah. boy, does that sell that series to me because I didn't want to watch it. The first thing say when oof. they see you isn't going to be, hey, you remember all those homeless for the holidays yeah. you did? And Dude, tell that story that about stuff. the guy you used to work with that, that blew the dogs. Oh, no, but I, I could have kept that to myself. I did a lot of stuff for the Humane Society. And <laughs> right. Oh, that doesn't if make I it get better. caught blowing dogs? Yeah. <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. You catch me like I'm, I'm double touching dogs. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm offing myself. The second I'm like, oh, I got to go wash my hands from dog stuff. Uh, uh, doggy puddles. I'm going right into the, the safe and pulling out the gun and ending it. Something's wrong with you. Knock it off. Dinner's ready. And if you're in the room with me and you watch me do it, you're equally as creepy. You're worse. You're a cuck. Canine cuck. This fall on Fox. Yeah, I just I don't understand that. So I'm watching that whole thing with the and it's unfolding on the news like that's supposed to be. That's how they sell the series to me. That's how they're selling the Playboy thing. It's like, all right, here's another thing the dead guy did 45 years ago. No one said a thing about, but we're still angry. Well, that's your problem at this point. That's your thing. Now it's just now it's just bad people and being you know unsuccessful. That's the thing. It looks to me. It looks like sour grapes. It looks like somebody coming out going, well, I pose nude. I gave up my honey hole to Hugh Hefner for years with the promise of fame, wealth, and riches, and I haven't seen any of it. Somehow or another, that still turned out that I had to have some talent and ability and ambition and didn't pay off. So next time somebody says, hey, you want some money to to bash the old man? I'll take it. And that's how I look at this Playboy documentary. It's it's the same thing I see with the Tinder swindler. Again, people will argue, but I don't think those girls were any different than that guy. They just do – it's just socially acceptable to be – uh, to grift a guy with who has money, completely socially acceptable to to buy to have him buy you a lifestyle because he volunteers to do it. And if you didn't look into him, you volunteered just as much to get grifted. So I look at the Tinder swindler as equal parts awful across the board. That dude went to jail for it, but those ladies they took the risk. Like I light jail to... term from yeah, some much. of the stuff that happened. Wasn't much, and he's back out there. He's still dating. He's got a hot model. But yeah, I just I, the boohoo moment of like, can you believe how I got swindled? Uh, you know, the three on our side where I sent a hundred thousand dollars to a guy I never met. I, I struggle with sympathy. I struggle trying to flag, empathize flag with that. Lady. Yeah, the flag ladies. Like I got to go on TV and tell everybody how I got screwed. Get my eighty grand back. Wait a minute, you were cutting holes in books and sending cash cross country to a guy you never met, and you want me yeah. to fund you now? Yeah, I got this, this terrible person. I'm like, you're kind of a terrible person too. What tells me that uh, you're going to be better with this next eighty grand right, well, that we that we resupply you right. with? Right, and how do I know that it's not just going to go floating over to this guy that you still have the 
hopes and dreams for. Got some books carved out, ready right. to go. I have. I struggle with sympathy for. I. I. I don't suffer stupidity that way. But yeah, yeah, that's what Jeff Bond says. You see somebody doing that to a dog, and you don't say anything for years. You're as guilty as the person doing it. I yeah. completely agree with it. She's. I completely agree. And if you stick around your uh, husband, wife, boyfriend, or whatever that's done sexual abuse to animals, and you're there for a few years more. Your accusations just lose a lot of weight. Huh? Well, oh, your accusations do. Yeah. I, I see what you're what saying. You saying? Yeah. I thought you were like, like AIDS or oh, something. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> You start losing weight and then we'll know it's true. Huh? No. It's the accusations do the longer they go oh, because you, you. it just seems vindictive if you wait so long. If you found out that uh, Lisa, you know, or I find out that, you know, three years ago you, you watched Lisa and a dog together and you're like, man, we stayed together for a few years after. Yeah. I'm like, What? It's you. Oh, I'm yeah. mad at. I'm like, why are you still there? Yeah, yeah. She's well, abusing you're mad animals. At both, but yeah, yeah, for me for sure. 100%. Abusing kids and abusing animals. You guys 100%. are sticking around each other. Can't do yeah. it. Yeah, it's okay now. Yeah. She's over it. And it's the same thing. Like if you got divorced and then you started to tell me like four years ago she used to do this to animals. I'm like, hey, that's on you, man. You should have walked away that. You should have walked away that day and thrown her ass in jail. Yep. But on the flipper, and Rintintin was right. <laughs> Don't see block, bro. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry to the dogs that dig it, but you guys need to get some opposable thumbs and a pen and write notes that say we're cool with that. But until you do, you're off the menu. Period. <laughs> Disgusting. It's just gross. And Hugh Hefner was a gross guy. So none of this is shocking to me that horrible stuff happened. But to tell about it now seems, that seems just as bad. Let's bash him. He's dead. I mean, he's dead. What are you going to punish him with? What are you going to get his family's money? I think that's what these people are after. They want their names in the paper. Like, I should get something comp- compensatory damage for for what the things I saw. And now There's I don't door. even know if he has – I think he has nothing to do with – Playboy's at something now. Yeah, he just had the maybe part of the mansion. But I'm sure even back then, he was a percentage of that he company. He the trademark and everything. Yeah, his yeah. daughter got rid of yeah. all of it too. Yeah, they're, they're not really involved. But it's kind of creepy. And then, of course, the other thing that's going on, and we talked about this yesterday, that priest that was saying the baptism's wrong. Oh, man, watching the news was hilarious. They talked to somebody on the Internet. that uh, I, This dude's been doing the wrong baptism since 95. So there's been people coming, going, you know, in, out, car wrecks, whatever, that now. And there was a lady last night said, oh, it's an incomplete baptism, and I've lived a lie. And I'm like, whoa, 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 because that's – you're, you thought you were baptized, and you went. She, now she feels like she's just skirted. She skirted the furnace for however long, for twenty something years. She's like, I, 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 at any given time, I would have been in hell. I'm like, oh, this lady's insane. But that's how it is. So they're they're that's offering how powerful the, the uh, baptism is, evidently. But that's how the from '95 up until June of last year. Figure, that's when this guy was doing bad baptisms, maybe, and it's a yeah, big it's story. Like hundred a year. If, well, I went to one and they did four. I did. They did four at the one bing, I went bing, to. Boom. No, it was too long. And oh. even the priest was like, "I'm sorry to take up your football Sunday." My, it's my friend Andy. I think had his kid baptized, and I had to go to that. I'd never go to another one of those ever. I. That was before I was like open about telling people that I just don't believe in their like I don't believe it, so don't invite me. And then you know some of them got upset about it, and you just learn. That they're not that tolerant or forgiving, and so you. I, I went to a few, not Andy, but Andy. I went to his, and I, I think it was Andy's. And I mean, man, that was the most boring thing I've ever been to in my life. The, the Catholic f- baptism. Oh, 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 four people, and each one of them got this like the full shebang. You couldn't do it all as a group. <laughs> like we didn't do this it- as a group deal. Each one of them got a special like twenty-five minute reading. Yeah, because it's oh, the same really? water you oh, dip them in. It's all the same bath water. By the end of it, you're going to be soaked in. We got there like nine. Well, I think we're home at the, noon. No, the, the oh. Catholic one is just sprinkling. The yeah, dunk. they just throw it on yeah. there. They didn't dunk The other ones do the full. The Mormons dunk, right? Yeah, there's some dunkers. There's plenty. Of, yeah. uh, but this one was, uh, they held it Protestant over. Protestant churches do the. They held it over a thing, and then they slid him in some water and then splashed it. Non-denominational. They have the hot tubs. They do some serious. Not hot tubs, but they have a trough. They do? It's yeah. like a feeding trough? Like There's a water trough? I went to, um, actually about a <laughs> month ago, weird. went to a church, and there's a the dunk tank is right there. Oh, cool. 
Man. So does it double for like a uh, uh, carnival and fundraisers and stuff, where they put the thing and they no, can dump they, the priest? They could, they could yeah. but that's in um, they wheel it up on the altar. Was it Catholic? No. Oh, okay, because then the no, dunk take would have been like that milky, creamy water because it's how, not water. Because the initial as a follower, how do you walk into a church <laughs> and see a feeding trough full of water and go, "Yep, that's for that's me." That's the one he wants. So what? What number am I in line? Eight. Screw that. It's too many. Get out of yeah, here. Yeah, you don't they have do, to do it. And what they'll do is they'll. Uh, I know you don't. I've have been to. to a couple. Yes, you do have to. Well, you, if you're a believer, you don't. I mean, yeah. like, you look, have I have to. Do I it. look at it all as wacky. Look at these thirty-six thousand yeah. people. They had to do it, and now I, they're now they're screwed. I know. And I'm like, I don't know if that's an accurate number. I threw that out. I don't know if it's 36,000. Yeah. It's probably, though, if he's doing them once a week I'm, I'm, for, for 27 years, four to pop. A lot of people. I don't know what that math adds up. It's, no, it's not going to be 36,000. Right that's a yeah. lot of people that are, that are razor's edge in the front. Yeah, that's why I was figuring there's like 1,500, 2,000 people maybe. 1,404 like weeks is 27 years. Okay. So if he's doing, four. say, three or four a week, that's 6,000. That's like six or 7,000 people that are. And some of them sidsed, so I've been and some of them <laughs> sicked and died. And, the, and, the, and those, they're stuck in limbo. But here's the thing, and even as a non-believer, those families that believe that yeah. are in turmoil right oh, now. Oh, yeah, completely. My grandma was that way. Yeah. If you don't baptize if, if you don't in, baptize those kids, you know what happened. They go straight to hell. There's no like second thing. My grandma was adamant about it. What if they die? What if they die? We'll never, you know, and she was adamant about it. And my mom's just like, I want them to find their own path with religion, and my, my grandma's like, when they die, that's it. You're just sending them to hell. And you're sending them off to hell. And I'm like, and she was crazy about the baptism. Like she was, it, it like had to happen. Yeah. And if it didn't, it, so these people that believe, and I feel yeah. sorry for them there because there are some. I would say majority to this day, oh, sure. like our generation, don't necessarily buy into that. On the, even on the grandparents, side. you get some grandparents just like the Eucharist, which is the communion. Sure. That it actually transforms right. into the body of Christ. It's, and it's just the symbolism blood. and everything it's a, else. Right. But if you don't believe it, you're kind of kicking the whole thing away. Yep. That's what you're supposed That's to believe. You're told, and yeah. you're told that. Yeah, yep. and you're supposed to buy it. If you don't, you're not really doing it right. But yeah, this. I mean, I feel bad because there are grandparents out there that are like, oh my God, we lost. Yep. And that was the, the baptism and it didn't count. So now what do you do? So there's like, it is sent people into real tizzies about, you know, as silly as I think the belief is, they still believe it. Right. So it has sent them into like this dilemma. This poor dude. You're going all he to said heaven was with a weed. fake diploma. <laughs> right. And then they caught you. Your resume was a lie. <laughs> you never worked for Amazon, you liar. Yeah, your resume was a lie. And they're, and they're flipping the And see, out. I look at it. It's like, well, it wasn't the intention of the priest. Right. And if it comes down to it. If this loving God that you believe into, right. he should give what do you say? Ah, oh, you yeah. know what? Sorry. Yeah. He draws the line at grammatical inaccuracy. That's where your God's like, nope, sorry. You had one of them invalid uh, deals. He's like, I was a baby. Well, your parents should have been better at it. You're going to hell. Like, if that's the God you believe in, it's not a very nice guy. He's kind of a douche. He's got some douchey qualities anyway, because his third rule is I'm jealous. So I don't really find perfect to... You know, scream out, I'm jealous, no. but that's a different story altogether. Perfect is a different designation yeah. there. If, yeah, if you say I'm perfect and benevolent and everything yeah. else, I'm also super jealous. I'm like, well, then you just eliminated the perfect thing, didn't you? But yeah, the, uh, the, the weird thing about this is that it's a national story now. It was on Yahoo, it was on the major news networks yesterday. A priest yeah. in Phoenix has blown it with thousands of people. Like, one, he, and, all he did and, was he goofed did one word the, up. They added in the local news last night marriages too. He did marriages where he the wording he put was wrong. we the no kidding was wrong. yeah does it count I don't know it's the not same, in the eyes of the Catholic it, Church yeah, that's yeah, the, thing. the it's church the same said. controversy you didn't say it right so it's that. not it's not God's word he should take him to court and say prove it now if they have it recorded now they got him well everybody <laughs> oh well, no, recorded, I didn't okay. say that by the way Catholic <laughs> priests saying take me yeah. to court right they're they're probably not into that they're not going to do it I don't think priests have I think they've lost the complete right to go hey prove it. I, I think that's over. Well, no, let's go to court. They're like, you know what? Never mind. It's never happened. day and age of a yeah. priest sitting there. Oh, Prove really? It, Prove no. it. I think, yeah. I think you pretty much have to just sit in your After own. After his confession. Yeah, you sit in your own crap in your dress and recognize I'm being accused of something, and I'm the one who has to dig out of it, thanks to our reputation. Hey, prove it. After you're guilty for thousands of years, ain't going to fly. Hey, what do you think? Of? Prove it, bitch. Ooh, I'm good with God. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, this is, I didn't see the wedding thing. So yeah. you sign documents. It's basically a legal, so the 
Catholic Church doesn't recognize your and marriage, the, but the, the state sign does. Your, sign your marriage certificate too. Yeah, yeah, it's a go. Lighten up, church. <laughs> and like Brady said yesterday, this is when you come clean. Right, right. <laughs> this now? is the one you decide to go. Hey, we got to be honest with everybody. You could have buried this. You guys are not pretty, pretty ballsy. I'd say you're not great at burying things because you're certainly not good at hiding. You everything. were handling a lot of weeds, yeah. a different type <laughs> back just in the day. Saying, yo, oh, they love the weeds. They love saying we and playing we. Let's just let this one go. Unless one of the parishioners was the one that said, you know, you're doing it wrong. And then let the cat out of the bag. But I think that the, the, maybe that's what they're like. Okay, we got to get ahead of this. But the bottom line is the Catholic Church finally f- stepping up saying, hey, we've made some mistakes and we'd like to rectify that. This is the topic you choose to be forthright with? Really? It's like a warranty recall. Yeah. Yeah. Bring, <laughs> right. bring them back. Right. We'll fix it. The Ford, it's covered. Remember when the Ford Explorer was blowing up in the late yeah. 90s like crazy? And Ford's kind of like, yeah, we should do something it about that. It was rolling. That. Yeah, well, well, they had the, well, no, they, and then the, they called and them the, the exploder because the when explode, they, yeah, that's right, the gas tank when thing. They, I don't know what it was, but they were just blowing up when they'd, when they'd have an accident or they'd, they'd tip over or whatever. They'd explode. If anything bad happened, the car would explode. I remember that about the Pinto, too. So Ford did what the Catholic Church did, and now it's the expedition. Change the name of it. It's the greatest line in the, movie, in the uh, TV show Arrested Development is when he's looking for a new car. And Jason Bateman's like, I'm looking for a Bronco or something. Oh, we don't have those anymore. And he's got, uh, since that OJ thing, Ford kind of wanted to get rid of the Bronco as its image. So we changed the name. It's now the Ford Escape. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a great, it's a hilarious moment. But yeah, it's Catholic Church. They kept Church. with the Explorers, though. Well, they kept them on, but for a while yeah, there, they had to, they, uh, they kind of had to get out of the idea that they knew they were blowing up. And, and, but then Ford came through. But if that happened and they're like, I don't know, prove it. They're, they're blowing up on your own. And that's what the Catholic Church does. They hide it. Why are they coming clean? Any other company that has something this stupid happen, they're held accountable. The church lets this one be their big, well, this is a huge story. I'm like, eh, I can think of, I, I think they've done worse. I'll let, I'm, I'm a, I'm a non-fan of the Catholic Church. And I mean, I made that very clear. I think they are. The most egregious organization that's walked the earth for thousands of years and gotten away oh, with all compelling sorts of arguments. Oh, there, there isn't a counter to it. That's why yeah. the compelling argument is there's no argument. Yeah. You're guilty in every direction. And worse still, you never tried to rectify your own image. You never tried to redeem yourself. You tried to tell us we were wrong for saying you did it. Terrible, horrible organization. I'm letting them off the hook with this one. Even me, who I'm like, I love every time they step in it. But I'm like, watch, watch Spotlight. Oh, Spotlight will change your life. But in this particular situation, Catholic Church, you're fine. Lighten up. Don't act. Uh, don't act like this is a big deal. You guys you focus on the stuff you've been doing. And spotlight yeah. is a child's play, literally. Oh, True, great. compared to before that time. Oh. What happened? <laughs> I'm too hungover for you today. <laughs> Spotlight is child's play. Needed to be on the poster for the movie. <laughs> if you've seen Spotlight, child's play can't oh enter God. your brain. No. Damn it, Brady, because I thought of Chucky for a second. Uh, so did Damn I. it, man. And then I was like, no. That's child's play. Get it? Oh, Christ, did you walk into that wall? I let the Catholic Church off on this one. The news and everyone else. Focus on their real crimes, which are many into the thousands, hundreds of thousands possibly over the thousand years they've been getting away with terrible things. And, and let's focus in on their real crimes. This whole baptism, we, I thing that's this, you know, we, I, I talked about it yesterday. It's the thinking, first word. I, I, I talked about it yesterday thinking this would just be a little blip here locally. It's a big national story. Oh my God, I didn't expect that. But boy, it's up in arms. You forget how many people pretend to believe in that in this country, and that's a big deal. And the dude quit. And the people will tell you that are still, you know, going to or active Catholics, right? Are saying those were the the actions of the the church. Yes, right. individuals, but really, the what the church is based on are good things. Okay, whatever. So here's read the, the, read the book. here's the deal on the marriage. Uh, while the diocesan hmm. diocesan the diocese diocese. The officials say marriages could be affected. They also say there's no single clear answer because he did perform 
marriages. There are a number of variables when it comes to valid marriages, and the tribunal is here to help. So basically, if you got a question, go to the tribunal, and they'll they'll tell you. (laughs) They'll make you pay, right. Yeah, for the right amount of money, everything's fine. See, and this is what we need to focus on. If they're getting people to come in and go, hey, we can redo it, give us a couple grand, and we'll make it right. they give you the rubbed fingers? Yeah. (laughs) You do the the thumb and forefinger thing? Sorry. It's our mistake, but you're paying for it. But we can wipe this all away. We can make it good. I've said it for years. F the Catholic Church. But in this particular case, let them off the hook. And your marriage is fine. And your baptism's fine. Let alone, I mean, if someone's doing it like the, the priest is doing your marriage mm-hmm. and he stumbles, like a Brady report. Yeah, like if you is were a priest. correct him at the time, like we know what you meant. If you were a priest, Brady, how many baptisms would have been invalidated by stumbling and, and you know, just paraphrasing a thing? Didn't say the proper name. Lamb of God, lamb of dogs. Ah, you, you, you know what I mean. Yeah, you miss a name, you do something wrong. I was Bradley, a, it's Brady. I was Bradley. At, I was at my uh, friend's funeral years ago. Uh, he was Catholic, and uh, they called him she twice. Missed the name once, called him she two times. And I'm like, does this count? Is this a thing? Are we getting him in? Because this is like the last thing you have to do as a Catholic to go up is have a proper ceremony. Guy he called him on, she a couple of times. Guy says in text, guys, the Mormons baptize the dead. Yeah, a lot. Isn't that the unbaptized? The they do. Oh, yeah, yeah. They'll knock you out. But isn't after. it too late at that point? It's for numbers. It's clicks. It, honestly, they've been doing that for years. Oh, they baptize God. the dead if they like the really, so they can boost the their unbaptized numbers? Uh, non-denominational people. They used it's they, too late. Mormons will baptize. Not really. Yes, it is. No, because you're still waiting. You're, you're in gone. You're you in don't pergs. understand, Toledo. You're in pergs. Come so on. they get more numbers. So then even they, they know it's too late. Oh, they know. It's all. Everybody knows. Put a little logic on it, and everybody knows what's going on. It's crazy. but He throws in a Jesus. Jesus. John, I went to a Mexican baptism. Dude used a Food City water bottle to bless the baby that had a couple holes cut in it. Well, John Gordon pointed it out. Remember during the pandemic, they were using squirt guns. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And that seemed to be okay with the Lord. <laughs> like they didn't want to get too close to the baby. the water's blessed. <laughs> He's firing a little plastic green Walgreens squirt gun full of the blessed water at him. God was all right with that. Those are, but, except, but if you say we instead of I, you're not getting in. Guys, guys, Hilarious. guys. Everyone knows you put out fire with water. That's why baptisms are just science. It's putting out the fire of hell. <laughs> yeah. Fully submerged. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, the email I got yesterday said, well, I guess they're going to have to send that guy back to Hogwarts so he can get his spells right. And that's so another gotta, guy says, that's how the, I feel about it. Can't the Pope it. just wave a magic wand and make everything okay? It's, that's it's, what I was saying. Look, like he yeah. would have the ability to say it's okay. Make a statement, right? Yeah. Can't someone just say, we're a little uptight about this one. We haven't followed all the rules to a T. We goofed on this, but I think God gets it. We're all right here. John, there's got to be a good percentage of these married couples that have been looking for a way out. Yep. Isn't this just oh. their golden ticket? Can you imagine if you were kind of in a somewhat unhappy marriage and this was your guy and you're like i guess our marriage never really counted i'd go back and pay the extra taxes <laughs> like look i've been filing as a married thing but the, I'll, I'll, pay I'll pay the pay fees I'll, I'll pay adjust. the fees look i'm out how many years can we go back i'm ten, out clean ten and to readjust best part is you don't know anybody alimony you were never married <laughs> she's got to take you to court and pay all the fees like all right well we're not really married in the eyes of the lord and that's the most important thing to me lunacy i say the whole place is just loaded with it He said, uh, does this mean my baptism wasn't valid? My dad said the priest that I had was drunk and skipped pages. Uh, I don't believe in anything, especially hell, or I'd be screwed, right? Yeah. If he's skipping pages and the we I thing is enough to make a, a national news story. The thing that makes me nervous about this, like when Brady said, well, they're coming clean on this one. This is the, uh, what do they call it, the red herring? Where yeah. the church is like, oops, uh, we screwed up a bunch of baptisms. Pay attention to that for a second. What are you guys doing that's making us pay attention to this. Like this yeah. seems to be. Let's throw that out there and let them talk about the baptism thing because we got something else we're covering up that's humongous right now. Because this seems kind of innocuous. Or it's going out of their way to show the people that look. This is how attentive we are now. Right. I don't believe oh, that. that they're over attentive yeah. now. Yeah. We've learned our lesson for twenty five oh, years. They let it go on for twenty five yep. years. That's how attentive no, they are. No. I, this to me is a is a screen for something bigger they're doing. And it's getting us all talking about that, but there's something else going on. So they're like, okay, get them, get them off the track. Get them off this. Get them off the trail. Get them start sniffing down this road. Did you know this? I've heard this. That Apparently Mor- they've done it 14 times. Yeah, that Mormons have baptized Anne Frank a couple of times. 
I've heard that. I don't know how true it is, but I've I've heard it. Yeah, that. I don't know the. Uh, it's all over I know the that's internet. So it's one of the reasons thing. you keep the uh, they have the extensive uh, libraries of the of the dead or you know genealogy. Sure. Oh, they're good rec- record keepers. Look, here's my deal. Baptize me if I'm dead. I don't care. No, I'm. If I'm, I'm a non-believer, I'm it didn't, who cares? Right, but if you're a believer and you're being baptized, well, you after don't. The if fact, they, they do it to people who don't have religion. Oh, that don't. That's have why religion? they were asking. No. Um, yeah, I remember. Never, never been be. baptized. So, what's the point of that, though? I, look, I don't understand. I don't understand you didn't any of the get points. Get me while I was alive. You're not Toledo. getting me while I'm dead. I don't know any of the points of it. That's the point. Like, it doesn't seem to make oh, sense I, to I'm anyone. Just asking questions. Yeah, no, anyone normal. There is no point. But if you got baptized by this guy from uh, the Clinton administration to today, <laughs> you're going to go to hell. You better get and on. Check your marriage. You, you better yeah, and check your marriage. Check see if he signed it. Everything. What is his name? San Miguel. San Miguel. I forgot his name. Hang on. But he's 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 uh, he screwed up everything and nothing counted. Brady, who was your guy? Did you have a you Father a, Barrett? Oh, Father Barrett. Is that a, is that him? No. Okay. I was in, sure. That was in Ohio. No, no. But your marriage. Oh. Oh no! It was Billy Thrall. Oh, Thrall did it. That's yeah. right. This guy was Orango. Orango. I, I think about it. I've been to a, a, all sorts of different baptisms oh. the, uh, from the dunk tank. Why? And then I've been to one in the backyard where they're doing the pool. Yeah, no. No, thank you. And the sprinkle. I've told people, they're like, would you like to come to our, our child's baptism? I'm like, look, I've been to one. You don't need me there. Oh, we'd like to share that with you. Share it with me after. We'll go to Windsor. We'll have a burger. We'll talk about it. I'm not interested in sitting through your three-hour ceremony to to. Drown. Those aren't as long, but you're oh. right. And, and most of the time, the ones that I've gone to on the Catholic side, they there was like eight couples, and they went yeah. down the line. I'll I never go to walk another. In I, and walk out. It's too long. I won't go to a baptism. I won't go to a Catholic wedding ever again. Quinceanera? Ever. Quinceanera is different. That's a party for a 15 year old. I don't know how much religion's involved. <laughs> I think it's just a celebration of her child. Well, you probably. Yeah. Like she's got two kids. I and, thought uh, there was some religious. In- before she can, I think quinceañeras. You present your kid. No, I think quinceañeras are finally when the mom can drive their kids to school. <laughs> like they're fifteen and a half, they got a permit now. <laughs> they have cool dresses and do that. But yeah, I, I won't. I've, life lessons and have taught me. I'm not going to Mormon events for churches. I'm not going to Catholic weddings. I'm not going to a baptism. I'm not, they're they're dreadful waste of days for people like me. If you want to do it, go nuts. That doesn't mean anything different about you. Just don't invite me. And I've told my friends who are like, well, whatever, child's getting like, I, good for you. I've found G- – I had a one friend I used to box with that found Jesus and wanted to invite us all to his baptism. He's like 25. I'm like, no, thanks. We'll talk about it after if it means anything to you. I, I just don't want to – well, I'd like to share it with everyone. At that point, you're no, thank you. covering for something. <laughs> I got no interest in that. On a bris, if you're Jewish and you the bris thing. Oh, invite me to your bris. I'm not going I'll, to that I'll either. I don't want to watch that. That's I don't want to go to any of your religious wacky ceremonies at all. I just got a tough invite the other day for a wedding, black tie wedding. No, the answer is no. Brady, you're a fifty-something-year-old man. You're done with that. Weddings are off. You're done. How old is it's the person getting married? Friend. Who? It's and it's his daughter. Ah, uh, no, it's it's a good friend's daughter. You're not involved. The daughter doesn't want you there. She doesn't know you well enough to care to have you. They're just filling seats. They want big numbers. Again, it's back to clicks. They want 250 people at their wedding. They're filling. The answer, who is it? I'll call them right now. No, no. Brady's not going. This is a tough one. Why? Are you, what's, I don't know. Do you know the daughter's middle name? No. Then you're not going. Then you're not that, if, if you don't know the bride's middle name, you're not that close to the family. That's it. Well, I, it's on me a little bit. Because the invitation's been there, and I've read the name a couple of times. I hadn't retained the middle name. <laughs> then you and don't know her. First name. Then you barely know her. You barely know the daughter. Right? Um, barely yeah, know the daughter. You yeah. know Brady, you're not going to this wedding. There is no point at all. Send a gift. You're saving For them, sure. You're saving them a $20 dry chicken. That's it. You're doing them a favor. Black tie wedding. How dare you? Brady's I in the mid-50s. showing up in a black tie. Invite me to your goddamn kid's wedding. I don't know your kid. Well, we'd love to have you. You're just going for – you're trying to get big pictures and show how important you guys are. You're filling space. It's like having a suite at the Suns game. you got to sell those tickets. Love to have you and your gift. Yeah, yeah, that's what they want, gifts and money. The other one I have – You've got two weddings? Two. You're too old for this. It's not a wedding. It's the reception. They got married last year. It's my cousin. Yeah. And um, the reception is in San Francisco because that's where they're living. They're just having a party weekend. No. You're allowed one good cousin friend uh, into later life. All your other cousins are dismissed in the 40s. 
you don't have good cousin friends. In your 40s, you start disappearing. You pick the favorite cousin and you can have that. Is this your favorite cousin? Um, no. Nope. You, you <laughs> the location <laughs> I like. No. That's it. It'd be a fun weekend. So just take a trip with your family. <laughs> why, why, why mix this in? What a nightmare. I figured we could kill two no, birds it's, with but one what you're stone. doing, you're time-sharing your goddamn own vacation with some stupid wedding reception in the middle of it. You go visit them, you have lunch, you do your own time on your vacation. Don't do this. Uh, no to all of it. If, you're, if, if these people are listening, Brady doesn't want to go. He's being nice. I'm not. Men in their 50s don't want to go to weddings of daughters and, to, and people they don't know very well. Stop nope. it. It's not that important to you. You don't care. You'd only go for the free spread. I know you. I've got one wedding on our calendar. It'll be a nice spread. I'm sure it will. Evidently, they're inviting everybody. So they're spending a fortune on this thing. The only wedding that's even in in our vicinity is Chrisky Sixes is getting married. Yeah, and I'm friends with Chris, and I don't want to go. I don't want to go either. And I'm going to. But I will. But but nobody nobody in. See, there's those ones where you just. It's his first one. one I've promised friends one wedding each. That's it. One. No seconds. No nothing. You don't know. You don't go to a second wedding. That's it. You, if you went to my first one, that's the one I promised I'd be with her forever and ever. I can't do that twice. That's not right. And I'm not asking for a double gift. If you came to one of mine, so I'm the same with everybody else. I go to one wedding. That's it. You had yours. Next one, I'm out. Not happening. <laughs> if, you, if you double down, Brady, that's it. That's if you. If, if later in life, God forbid things happen, and Brady's got some bag of bones he wants to put on the back of his motorcycle and ride out to Sturgis and have me be his best man, I'm doing it FaceTime. Not going to any more weddings. I'm done with them. They're they're Come dreadful. On, John. I mean, if something happens years from now, and my 25 year old bride, it's her first wedding. <laughs> Look, I'm proud of you. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> you got this this luxurious side piece you somehow swung. I'm still not standing there for three hours listening to it. You make me a better man. I've heard this before. <laughs> This is the, all right, are we just going to do the script? Because I showed up, I've seen this before, I've seen, they're all the same. Now, if we could please lift the groom. (laughs) If we could get him out of his chair to kiss his beautiful bride. (laughs) You bring me closer to God. All right, enough. Uh, He's done this before. Why don't we just rerun the entire first one and put a new, uh, just work on the suit. I do. (laughs) I do, Brady. You know, Brady won the lottery five years ago, and uh, (laughs) this lady sees the jackpots about three years paying off. You make me want to be a better man. Everybody says that at a wedding. Of course, she makes you want to be a better man. You spend fifty grand on this thing. Better man because you got to pay. Off When's the note? dry chicken and then the Uber ride? I got to get out of here. Do you old pirate? Take <laughs> yeah, this? Yeah. Now Kirby's wedding. I don't know, I, that's going to be a I'm tough in one. On Kirby's I, wedding. I, I, I'm not going. I'm in. I'm not going. I'm in. I'll Facetime it. I have no interest in. We'll this. zoom it. I have no interest in weddings at all. None. Hey Brady, what's that groom's name? You know so much. Yeah, yeah. Who's the groom? What are you talking about? Of the yeah. wedding of the people that you were <laughs> him and on the black to. tie wedding. Oh, you don't know yeah. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> my, my man, man. chief. My, my man. man. You marrying this little sweetie? Good job, boss. <laughs> you can't go to this wedding. You don't even know the people getting married. That's like crashing it, dummy. You're out. That's not happening. Is it out? I want to hear a name, and I'm going to say uh, to those people right now: Don't invite. Brady it's to more work. about the friend. No, it's not. He's fleecing you for gifts for people. He's stop. It's not a friend, or he wouldn't have invited you. A real friend would be like, "I'm not inviting you to my daughter's wedding. I don't even waste a whole day on that." This guy wants to fill a seat and put put uh, you know more money in their pocket so he doesn't have to pay their down payment on their house. That's what's going on here. If we have 600 people at the wedding. That's a pretty healthy down payment on a house. I don't have to. I don't have to dip into yeah. my own pockets. I'm already paying for this goddamn shindig. <laughs> I got to pay for 600, uh, you know, raising canes plates that we're pretending are high end. <laughs> don't start with me and 50 year old people going to. Work. We're out of you are out. You're out. I'll be the bad guy on this one. Give me his number. Do you want to go? Um. Honestly, not because of the friend or the relationship. Do you want to attend a wedding? Not there really, not really on the yeah, black tie thing. Question answered. John, in my mind, weddings are like Awful. Liam Neeson movies. They're all the same, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> same plot. Exactly. Do you take this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife? She's taken. <laughs> She's off the market. They're all the same. They got the twelve by twelve yeah. inch parquet floor somewhere yeah. in a grass thing. It's You're eating dried chicken. But then I know if I go, John, I'll have a great time. No, you won't. You know, the dancing. guy. No, you won't. You'll be miserable the whole time, just looking at where your watch should be. 
uh, waiting for that <laughs> fake text from me to go, I got to go. Got to beat traffic. Yeah. Everybody dances on the weird 10, 10 by 10 dance floor. The guy says, you make me a better man. The priest says something stupid. There's a tinkle. Some jackass makes a drunk toast, and it's, they're all exactly the same. The special day is never special. It is cookie cutter. Put me in a black tie and make me work all day for that? No thanks. See the artist painting the picture as it's happening, <laughs> oh, the event's happening? And the worst part is watching awesome. them pour colored sand into a jug. Do that on your own time, too. Disney-themed wedding. I don't need to see you two uniting the beach in some sort of symbolism of your love. The pink one is her. The blue one is him. And when we pour the together, combine our sand. And it makes magic. It does not. You bought that. It's $350. You're hey, never Bogan, getting back. Just throwing this out here. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting married next week. Uh, you want to come? No. <laughs> Nobody wants to go to your wedding. That one's a little easier. I can Has say no to that anyone one. gone to the mailbox and opened it up and went, Ah, wedding Whoa! is mine for that one! <laughs> no, even you always on, go, Ah. Even on Krisky Sixes because he, he had to move his. So I got two invites from him. Stupid wedding coming up. Nobody goes to the mailbox, gets the wedding invite, and jumps for joy. We all look and say, we, we all look at our, our phones and hope we got something scheduled that day. Ah, crap, we're open. We got to come up with something. There's, we got eight months. There's three in April. We got, you have three weddings in April? You're too yeah. close to people that have kids. Yeah. Are any of them seconds? I thought seconds? I was out. I thought I was oh, you're, you're, only in the clear. Got, the only thing we have coming up are funerals. That's our new thing. Yeah. That's our new suit and ruin Sunday is funerals. Take me on a wedding. Remember Brian Hansen's wedding was on a Thursday night? Couldn't ruin things. Was it really? Yeah. I forgot about that. got a discount. We all had to go someplace on a Thursday. It was a great wedding. Well, that was fun because we made a mockery of it. (laughs) Did not. Did. Brady. Yeah. And maybe even ruined it because they're divorced. Wedding had already happened. It's at the dinner. Still. Whatever it was, God frowned on it. That's still good. There was nothing. Brady. Whatever happened, there. the wedding uh, went off without a hitch and everything else. But I think our behavior at that wedding made it so she left him because she did. Yeah. So whatever happened yeah. there was the imperfection. It was you're, you're, you're a welcome you know Hanson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was the dye that ruined the wool that made it so she was going to leave someday. <laughs> anyway, on and on we go. Yeah. That was it, Brady. We stained it. That's it. We ruined it. Our behavior we stained was horrible. Their wool. We were horrible at that wedding. You were horrible, especially. You're not allowed to go to weddings anymore. I'm cutting it off. That's the wedding I almost suffocated my son at. Tell him this. Yeah, that's right. You had to, because the kid wouldn't stop crying. So I look over and Toledo's got a towel in his mouth, smashing his foot. Like you're holding him hostage. Uh, This is for public knowledge. You go to that wedding, you're fired. So now you got something. (laughs) Now you can tell that guy. I can't. Not loud, bro. Ross won't let me off the hook. He says I got some stuff I got to do, and I just can't. I can't make it. You, you skip work that day because we got plans whenever that day is to get some work done, to do some writing. You skip it, you're fired. There, there, you, you're welcome. There we go. You're welcome. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats to keep track of anything? Oh yeah. Got a lot on there. It's brought to you by our friends at Action Ride Shop over there in Mesa. If you get your bike out, get your uh, snowboards ready. It's snowing up there in Flagstaff today. Yep. Hopefully getting a, they're going to be windblown. Today's not a good day to go, but get your board all waxed up. If you don't have one, get all your equipment and everything else ready for the fun in the puffy snow way up north in Flag. And Sholo's probably going to get slammed to get the, uh, the So Lisa's the white uh, headed up with uh, 155th graders to science camp up, oh, there, no. up there in Payson. At oh, that, she's going to uh, get snowed in. It's yep. going to be the shining. Oh, yeah. She was, uh, she was complaining about it all morning. Yeah, terrible. Anyway. Good luck. It's better, still better than going to a wedding. Not by much, though. <laughs> to be with 150 fifth graders for three days? That you can lose in the snow and come home and go, I don't know what happened. It's the best day of my life. <laughs> I don't there. know. I don't know. The snow took us. I'm, I'm, I think I'm the only survivor. Have you guys been watching Yellow Jackets? I think that's going on. <laughs> I think they're just eating each other in a cabin. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's going, it's going up there right now. The snow's going. But otherwise, we got the best weather in the world here, too. So biking, hiking, everything else, all the gear you'd ever need for outdoor fun, uphill, downhill, Action Ride Shop will take care of you out there. Uh, check them out online, actionrideshop.com. Say hi to Josh. Royal Blood Trouble's coming. Yeah. A lot of these are, some of them for Brett, but some of them for our, for our discussion. Dog eat dog. Uh, <laughs> Mega death go to hell. There's the a lot of, of that. Heartache. Uh, midlife crisis for the people that had gotten baptized and are trying to wonder about things now. Anything suicidal tendencies for Brett? Yeah. You know, let's do a little suicidal for Brett. Okay. I hate you better. I don't remember what it was. I love that song. 
Uh, I know nobody hears is the one that nobody hears is a great one. We'll go nobody hears for Brett. And again, for those of you who don't know, our uh, good friend Brett here on the show, uh, member number four, we call him. Step up, right? From being an overnight guy. Sure. Uh, But Brett's uh, mother passed away the other day, and he's uh, definitely feeling it. So if you guys want to say nice things to Brett, uh, it was a, it was a touch unexpected. It was a bit of a gut bomb. Chatted with him a little bit on text yesterday, and he's he's having a rough time, um, and that's okay. Uh, he's going to be back when he's willing to come back. But if you guys want to hit him up on email, I'm sure it would be nice. B Vesley at ninety eight kupd dot com. V e s e l y. That's B Vesley, and just say hi to Brett. He's uh, again integral part of this little operation, and. Uh, a game changer in a room. We said it yesterday. I think the world of the guy, and I just don't like that this happened. So he's having a rough go. And he's a big Suicidal Tendencies fan. So this is for Brett this morning. Huge. <laughs> it's the most I've ever seen. Guys in Suicidal Tendencies don't like the band this much. Uh, he loves it. But it's nobody hears. It's Suicidal there for Brett. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.